All right. Welcome, everybody, to Bear Arms and Barbecue. It's a new take on conservative traditional values. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Jay. I'm Rich. Each week, we're going to bring you some of the weekly uh, news topics that are popular in the weekly news cycle, break those down with our unique perspective and opinions. I want the atmosphere of these conversations to be very relatable, like you're at a family barbecue, family uh, picnic, and we're just going to have some real-world discussions, break these topics down for you, and give you our opinions. So, All right. So what do you... Uh what do you want to talk about today? Uh, today, I think the popular buzzword that I've been hearing about is this word pansexual. Okay. So I think it, that's... You know what? Um, to be honest with you, when you first told me this, I, I've heard the word, but I was like, I, I mean, there's so many of these words now, right? These, these different uh, words like transgender, pansexual, like the LGBTQ+, you know, ABCD, EFD, HIG, you know, so pretty much letters, the alphabet. So many letters. Um, and so I was a little confused. I didn't know what it was, you know, so you had to explain it to me, and I was like scratching my head, and I was like, what? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> But right. for our audience, why don't we go ahead and explain it to them what so, it is. So for our audience, uh, the actual definition that's listed on uh, the Oxford Dictionary here on, online is it's uh, pansexual is uh, an adjective. It's not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender, or gender identity. So basically it means uh, they're attracted to anything. If it, Sounds like if it's if it's human, at least uh, doesn't say it's against well, it. Unless but, you uh, identify as a cucumber meat popsicle, I guess they're into that too. Or right? <laughs> a summer fawn. I don't know. I mean, it yeah. could be anything really. Uh, but I mean, the concept of this thing is is completely. Uh, it, it's out there. It's it's crazy. It really is fringe. It, it's fringe, it, and it sounds to me like a mental disorder. I mean, you know, you 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 look at all these situations, and it sounds to me like someone just doesn't have it together. They, they haven't figured life out. They can't distinguish the difference between, you know, attraction, affection, and the deep, complex meanings of the word love, which has so many different levels. As you know, you recently got married, so congratulations again to that. Appreciate it. Um, but, uh, you know, there's so many complex emotions that are involved with love, and I think a word like pansexual is just a, a misguided misunderstanding of one or more of the m- very difficult complex layers of of love uh what's your thoughts on that yeah i i would definitely say that um we live in interesting times so there's a uh, a curse it's actually a curse where people tell you may you live in interesting times and at face value it sounds like a compliment like oh yeah i want to things are exciting or things are it's actually a curse and i think we are living in interesting times uh, this concept of a, a pansexual and, and, you know, it's, it's new. Okay. This isn't something that, you know, uh, existed 20, 30 years ago. As far as I know, I never heard of this when I was growing up, right, you right. know, and maybe it, that's my night, you know, me being naive or whatever, but I, I mean, th- these concepts, these these concepts that they're just, I, I mean, it literally feels like they're just pulling out of the air, you know, like, I'd oh, agree well, with that. let's think of a, a word for somebody who wants to have a relationship or, or, lo- or emotional attachment to, you know, all the genders under the sun that, uh, look, and I'm not, and I'm be fully honest with you there's two genders male and female right okay 100 percent uh i i don't 
Okay, I'm not I'm not going to be delusional and say that there's, you know, infinite amounts of genders or there's 58 genders or what because you ask certain people they won't even agree on that. Right. You know, and it's this like moving of a goalpost that's like back and forth and back and when they move it further and further to the left if you ask me. And uh it, it these just weren't things that we dealt with growing up, you know. We we all knew what, you know, gays and lesbians were and we knew to a certain extent what tra- transgender people were. Right. You know, and and we have a better understanding of, you know, what what a transgender person is, you know, compared to what gay and lesbian people are, but now you have this like new category that they're just creating these new, you know, uh sexual orientation you know subcategories of i gotta tell you it it almost feels a lot like somebody wants to be special so they want to create a new name for their own sexual identity instead of just understanding what their sexual identity their orientation is you know that's completely understandable folks are are gay folks are lesbian folks are straight folks are trans they want to move from you know, they were born biologically male and they want to transition into physically a female, which, of course, they'll never be genetically uh, female or biologically but, or biologically. But, you know, physically, as far as the physical attributes go, and those things are understandable. I mean, to a degree, I think back in the older days, that would just be listed as a mental disorder. And I think even to some degree, still some psychiatrists and psychologists will probably still argue that that it's still a mental disorder. I, I believe it's called gender dysmorphia. Right. Uh, and I think that it's it's definitely troubling, but you know you don't want to take away someone's perception necessarily of who they believe that they are. But I think there is a certain, at least with this word pansexual, with this description of things, I think it's it's an inherent lack of understanding of their deep emotional connections to themselves for one, and what they might be interested in. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think that you know growing up, you know, you have many different types of relationships with many different types of people, and, and love is such a complex word. We talked about that here at the beginning, saying how complex that is, and there's a lot of layers to that. Pansexual almost sounds like you you don't understand love, so therefore you feel any any level of affection or affinity for somebody just becomes this. Well, I am now sexually attracted to this person, and and I argue, well, that sounds deeply troubling because. If you go back to certain concepts, you know, you can you can be in love with your you can love your mother, but you're not in love with your mother. You can love your father, but you're not in love with your father and so on and so forth. And that's where I I find that there's this really misguided understanding of what a pansexual is. And and although the definition tells us that it's uh, looking at, you know, whether they're trans or whatever gender they happen to identify as. So maybe you're a biological male identifying as a cross gender you know, hairless tree fawn, you know, evergreen serpent. I don't know. But whatever it is, right, they're just suddenly attracted to that and they, they feel a deep connection to it because that's what came up on them. And, and I think that it's one thing to have a respect for someone. It's a one thing to have, you know, even an affection for someone on a level of saying, you know, I really do care about this person, but I'm not in love with this person. I think it's just misguided understanding of those concepts. Um, on your side of things, you know, growing up in, in a very Catholic family, uh, being, you know, at church on a regular basis, where do you feel like that falls on the traditional value side for, for you and for your family? Well, I mean, I think the church is actually pretty clear on, on these, uh, types of issues. Um, you know, 
uh, on gay and lesbian issues, on, you know, transgender issues and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, we see, so part of it is, is that it's, you know, it's not the, uh, it's not the fact that somebody's gay or lesbian or something like that. Like, I want that to be understood. Like, you know, it's, it's not the fact that somebody has same sex attraction to someone else or somebody believes that they're, uh, you know, they were born a man, but they believe they're a female, which I would still argue is a, is a mental illness. And it always has been. It's, it's, it's a, uh, if you believe you're something that you're not, that's that's being delusional. That's the that is the definition of delusion. Right, it's believing I, I can, in something that's not. I true. can believe that I'm a bird. But the reality really is, when not. I go try to fly off that building, it's not going to end well. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so for for me and being a you know a Christian and and that, um, we would not. Uh, we probably wouldn't cater to these types of. Uh, to, to this type of lifestyle, okay? Because, you know, again, uh, you know, gay, lesbian lifestyle, that's, that's you know, it is it is church teaching that we see that as a sin. It's not that you have same-sex attraction. That's not the sin. There are a lot of people that have same-sex attraction. The sin is the act. So if you follow through that act, that's the sin. Just as if I were to commit adultery, or I lusted for a, a woman that wasn't my wife, um, and I, f- I went through that act, that is a sin. It's, a, it's like a, it's a sexual sin. It's, it has nothing to do with the person having this attraction to someone else because we all have attraction, not necessarily to the same sex, right. but we understand like this person has the attraction to the same sex, you right. know, so the thought is the thought is understandable. I think even yes. the church understands that. Hey, everybody's going to have these these wild thoughts from time to time, but uh, it's the completion, the following through of that act, and, the, and falling in on through, it. Yeah, that, that, giving in to the sin is right. is what the church speaks against. It doesn't speak against the person who's uh, you know who has the attraction. Right. Uh, so I would say that I would probably. Uh, you know, and I'm not a I'm not a, a, a theological scholar or anything like that. I I, I do have some apologetics background uh, for the Catholic teachings and, and the Church, but um, I would say I would probably treat a uh, or I would not treat, but I would see it very similar. A person who's pansexual, who you know, uh, says I'm going to be emotionally attached or love someone uh, under a spectrum of these essentially made up, I you know, identities. Right. And, you know, and going back to what you're saying, the, the whole thing about the, the love and, and not really understanding it, um, I, I think that this is a, uh, this gives uh, kind of a free, uh, like almost a, the freest form of love, right? Mm-hmm. Because what if, you know, they say, well, I, you know, love between uh, an adult and a child is okay. You know, well, I mean, where do we stop with this right. they're, kind of they're slippery slope where yes. we're going down? You know, what if somebody identifies as a 
a six-year-old boy, but he's 35, you know, and, and suddenly and he's you trying have to... a, you have a 15 year old uh -huh. kid who's saying I'm a pansexual and he's bought into this, you know, right. this, this ideology or this, this propaganda that's been pushed on these young kids nowadays right. and goes and enacts a relationship. And that's with, very scary. You with, bringing uh, that up is, is very, very scary yeah. concept because it really, you know, these, these sort of topics, you know, the things that people don't think about is exactly what you just mentioned is you've got folks that are identifying as different genders, different age groups and different age brackets. And you're right. What happens if a 14 year old child is identifying as a 30 year old? They're physically not, they're visually not, but they're identifying because they say it. And now they're sleeping with a 30-something-year-old person who identifies as a, I don't know, a 20-something. It doesn't matter, but, yeah. you know, they're, they're sleeping together. Well, they've, they've violated laws, right? They're, they're doing things, but they're mischaracterizing their own genders to make it work for themselves, or they're mischaracterizing their age groups or, or whatever they're, they're wanting to do. Their, their identity is completely screwed up. Yeah. And, and I think that that's, again, that's another big problem with this whole situation is that, I think it, it's, again, it's a lack of understanding of those deep emotions, right? Obviously, before you got married, you had some ideas of things that you wanted in your life that would make you feel whole and fulfilled and happy, right? That's understanding right. Yeah. yourself and, and saying that you're pansexual, you're open to whatever comes your way is a complete lack of understanding of yourself. And to me, that's, lack, that's right. saying you have a lack of love for yourself. You don't respect yourself. You don't understand yourself. And either, either you really do or you're just trying to jump into the Me Too movement. I want to be a part of this new crazy thing, yeah, like, you know, like virtue signal. Right. It's a fad. I'm a virtue signal. You know, what's on the menu next week? I think I'll be that thing too. Yeah. And, and that's, not how, that's not how love works. That's not how relationships work. That's not how happiness is built. You can never truly be happy if you're always chasing something that you don't want. If you're chasing something that everybody else tells you you think you should want, you're never going to be happy. You're always going to be in that sort of position of, uh, of, of sickness and unhappy. And, and again, it's a mental illness. You first find yourself. First figure out what, what you want, what makes you happy. Uh, I'm definitely no authority on that. Uh, I have been divorced, so, you know, I know what I don't want. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'm a fair judge to say that, you know, when it comes to things that you do want, if you don't have those things in your life, you're definitely not going to be happy. I don't think a pansexual is something that, that's going to make anybody happy at any level. If you're attracted to a particular characteristic, physical characteristic, um, you know, maybe just you like the way that they speak and things like that, that, that's perfectly understandable. You don't have to label yourself as a pansexual because, again, that just says you're open to anything and everything, meaning you have no concept of what you want. Um, that's how I personally feel about it. I just, I just don't think that you're ever going to be happy if you're this pansexual or you're identifying as a goat from 1937 that wants to fly in Amelia Earhart's plane. I, I don't know. I'm sure there's crazy ones out there that are worse than that. I, I imagine there's some really, you know, out there type identities, but it doesn't make them true. And that's, and that's the, uh, that's the problem is that you have a, a media, you have uh, a, a political party as well as the you know the democrats that are pushing this type of this propaganda you have i mean as conservatives we have no bastions of institutions really you know 
They own Hollywood. They own the media. They own the you know institutions of education. Uh, you know they own social media. Right. They surround you with the information that you see and hear. And, and what's worse is they own the educational system, especially with regards to universities, colleges, and universities. Correct. And to bring that topic up real fast. You know, you look at a lot of these major universities these days, and, and universities are, are set to be the places where you can have these types of back-and-forth discussions and disagree with people, and, and you're supposed to work those things out so that when you hit the real world in life, you at least have a balanced viewpoint and an understanding of what you, you understand the world to be because you've kind of duped these conversations out in colleges and universities. Nowadays, they don't even let one viewpoint completely in. Conservative viewpoints are being kicked out of universities yeah. left and right. And, uh, you know, you, they have safe spaces for liberals against conservatives, which is really ridiculous. Exactly. Because uh, at least as far as what I can tell on TV, when you're watching the actual news that they present, although the narrative tells you one thing, the visual imagery shows you something completely different. It's usually the left-wing liberals that are out there burning, destroying, causing mayhem, picking fights. I, I've yeah. been into— uh, Berkeley. Berkeley, I mean, That's a yeah. prime example. Yeah, and, and personally, I've been into discussions with— with uh, left-leaning individuals that, you know, when they don't start, when, when they're clearly not winning the argument because they can't pose a, a logical, rational thought process exactly. and, and you can poke holes in everything that they say, they become angry, they throw insults, and, and they just start degrading you and start calling you names. And they yeah. do anything but but talk about the topic and the discussion that you're trying well, to. Well, you know, we may be called a few names by the end of this podcast. I'm so. pretty sure you're right. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we've already heard a few of them before. Uh, we're yeah. welcome to anybody's feedback, uh, whether you like us, whether you don't like us. It's all good. Really, we just want to have the discussions, at least to bring these well, things up. Well, you know, and these are the these are the discussions that I think, you know, uh, age-appropriate discussions, of course, that certain you know families should be having with their you know their kids at, at certain age things and the problem is is though is that parents you know parents that actually know how to parent i'm not talking about these you know the virtue signaling parents that you know their five-year-old says i'm a you know it's a boy he's a boy and he says i'm a girl and they say yes, you are, and they want to put them on, you know, completely uh, disagree hormone with hormone blockers. And I, so, I'm in I the mean, ca- I'm in the category where I think that that is child abuse. It is. Uh, I, I would totally agree. It's child abuse, and uh, those parents should uh, have those kids I mean, uh, stripped at, away from them. At at best, growing up, we had you know girls that uh, were were boy like. They're and like they, tomboys. They were called tomboys, right? And, yeah. and eventually, the statistics show that a great percentage of them Grew out out of outgrow yeah. that. And, and when you talk about, uh, you know, moving away from that and talking about into some of the statistics of things, you know, it's already widely known that people that are uh, trans and, and gay and, and bisexual and, and whatnot, anybody that's on those spectrums, they have a higher uh, suicide rate than, right. than normal, uh, you know, yeah. sexual orientations. And why would you allow, you know, your child to – why would you force your – I don't say allow – I would say, why would you force your child to to think one way when, hey, those are natural things that as children grow up, they're they're searching for their identity, they're trying to find it out. You don't need to exactly. tell them what their identity is in the wrong direction. Just keep reassuring them that they are who they are, and continue to. If they're a biological boy, I think you should just continue to 
treat them like a biological boy. If they're exactly. a biological girl, continue to treat them like a biological girl. And then when they grow up and they're, they're able to make conscious, rational decisions on their own and their hormones develop out, you know, they're going to find their true character and who they are. And, and they can't be truly upset at you for, for treating them like what they are. Yeah, uh, they're going to exactly. love you no matter what. You're going to love them, hopefully, no matter what. But uh, Well, and I think, like you said, let let adults make those decisions. When they become to the age of reasoning as an adult and they want to decide, maybe they still feel that way. Maybe they actually do suffer from, you know, uh, gender dysmorphia or whatever. Uh, then, yeah, may, if they want to go down that rabbit hole of, you know, catering to a delusion and mutilating your body and, and morphing into, you know, a man morphs by into looking more like a female, you know, look, I still believe it's a free country. You can do it. Right. You do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, same thing with, you know, gays and lesbians. You I know, we'll say one I, thing I about have, that uh-huh. is I don't think the government needs to be the one paying no, for that. No, I did. Cause that, otherwise that's where I was going next. Otherwise <laughs> I'm going to say that I identify as a Ferrari driver and I'm going to need the government to help me out with that one. Yeah, uh, I I need the government to help me out with uh, owning a Lamborghini because that's no, no. You um, have to make sure that you're clear on that. You identify, identify as a Lamborghini as driver. A Lamborghini driver. But you are currently in lack of a Lamborghini yes. to do so, and you need the government to yes. therefore fill you in on that. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, that's about the cost of what some of these surgeries end up costing. So, exactly, it it really works and out to why is the taxpayer paying for something that I don't want to say it's a preference, but you know, if, if you're wanting to change your body from one way to another, you know, get a job, you know, get a good paying job, get a good education, get a good paying job, make that money. And if it's still something that you want to do after all exactly. that, then you pay for it. Hey, I'm all about it that, you know, that's fine. You, you earned it. Yeah. That's great. You know, then you're going to feel more proud of it at the end of the day. But what happens if you make that change on the government's dime and then you're angry because it's not what you wanted and it turned out not to be, you know, who do you blame? Well, and, and, you know, and uh, statistically, you know, I, and I'll, I'll look this up, and, uh, but, you know, I do know that I've seen studies where they show where, you know, it doesn't make them happy. Even post-op, you know, they, they're still, they still have like a 41% suicide rate, you know. And I think, like, you know, getting back to, like, the, I know we kind of strayed off into uh, these different things, but, you know, getting back to this, the, the pansexual thing, which is this kind of this, like, for me, I, again, it's a new thing. It's a new concept, um, you know, but maybe I just, uh, you know, maybe I'm just ignorant on it. But I think maybe uh, we both were ignorant on it because it's new and recent for me. I had never heard of it. Yeah, I had to I've look it up. I've never heard of this, uh, this type of stuff. And, uh, you know, my my wife's actually a therapist. So, you know, I, you know, when she, she uh, brought it up in conversation you know, and uh, I was like, well, what is that? Like, I, I had no clue. I never even heard of it. I understand that. Like, I, I looked it up, like the definition, and it's exactly what you say, you know, and it, 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 the root is, I believe, in Greek, you know, the pan is the all. word for all, you know, so it means like all inclusive, all uh, identities. So, you know, but getting back to, you know, I, I think that that's kind of the, the new thing, because uh, you're seeing kids now, like teenage kids, even like not even preteens, identifying with this stuff. And you know what? Here's the thing: I don't think 
I'm pretty sure most of these kids have no damn clue what they're talking about. Agreed. They, they're hearing they it through social media. They see YouTube medias. things. They see things on, on social media. And, and the things that even if you're like, it, here's the thing, the craziest thing about YouTube, even if you have like age-restricted content, there are certain things that kids can look at, okay? Yeah. Or they have their parents' account. I literally account or... saw a two guys having sex with each other through a bed sheet, and that was a kid-appropriate uh, video. Like, kids could watch oh, that. That's terrible. It, 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 Come on, I'm, YouTube. You can do yeah, better than that. Yeah, it was on that. YouTube, and uh, it was, uh, you know— I don't know, we'll plug some other conservative. You, you uh, censor a lot of like, other uh, stuff, but then was, you want to uh, let that go. It, it was on Louder with Crowder. Uh, those of you that don't know, check out, definitely check out a show. He's actually back. So Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I figured he'd be back. We absolutely love the show. I watched that quite a bit. Um, I love but the way showed, they break down he topics. He showed, like, uh, he has guys do his, their, their work. They were actually pretty thorough, and they showed that there was they had it set for kid mode. And they were able to look up these, you know, these videos on, uh, you know, it was it was homosexual uh, porn stars. Right. And they had videos where they were showing how to use how to use dildos. Uh, they they were playing a game essentially was what's up my butt, you know. And it was well, we, we laugh we laugh at that, a, but it's really pretty it bad real, that the kids can see real, it. Was it a real? Was it a real? You know, penis was it a dildo, and the guy was trying to guess what it was. So, and whole new birthday that, game, huh? Okay? Instead of so pin the tail on the donkey. I, I think a lot of this stuff in younger kids is is definitely influenced by social media, um, you know, which which scares the hell out of me because. You know, my son was telling me the other day that, um, you know, they're kids, like boys at his school. Now, he, has, he says he doesn't hang around these guys. I tell him, like, yeah, don't hang around these kids. They're very misguided. And that they're, they identify as bisexual. Like, these are 11, 12-year-old kids. Like, right. They, they haven't have even no identified their, their hormones like, yet. Yeah, or they, mo- most of these kids have probably never even had any sexual experience or whatever. Let's hope. I think. Uh, yeah, let's hope, right? I mean, I'm hoping that that's the case. Somebody got a weird yeah. handsy uncle out there. That's oh, yeah. that's. <laughs> hey, son, would you like to see this bottle of wine disappear? <laughs> right, night, night juice. <laughs> uh, don't get any ideas. Don't get any ideas. No, but like it's it's scary. It's scary because it your kids are good. These these kids, you know, are have I, I they really I don't really think they have any idea what they're talking about. So when a kid says he's pansexual or she says she's pansexual, like and you try to ask them what does that mean, uh, most of them will t- give you exactly what that says verbatim from mm. the the dictionary. Right. But like. They don't really like it goes back to that whole thing you're you're saying, like they don't understand the concepts. Right. They don't understand what what all the the ramifications of what what that may mean and if if you choose to, that lifestyle. To be clear here, I, I think that good parenting is like you said, don't associate with those guys. They don't seem to know what they're talking about. Why don't you just find some good set of friends that seem to have level heads on their shoulders? Because odds are good those kids are gonna have good parents too. And really, that's ideally what you want your children to grow up in is a good environment. Uh, I think my parents did a great job with that. I know his parents did a great job with that. We've known each other for, what, 30 years now plus? Yeah, since, uh, uh, what, third grade or something yeah, like that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, we're, we're not exactly young, but we're not old. 
We're just somewhere yeah, we're, in between. We're still in between. We're somewhere in between. So uh, 30 years is a long time. But uh, again, I say that, you know, our parents both did the same thing. If if we came home with somebody that uh, said something was off the wall weird, our parents were just like, well, you, you need to avoid those people. They they got something wrong with them. And, and that's fine. You know, we grow up and I think we have good level heads on our shoulders. I mean, you know, we always occasionally make the, the wrong mistakes, make stupid decisions. I think that's life. Everybody does that. But, but to make decisions like this, I think our parents did a good job to steer us away from thoughts that lead to things like calling themselves pansexual. Uh, just allow yourself, allow your children to uh, grow up. If it's a boy, treat them like a boy. If it's a girl, treat them like a girl. Don't try to tell your kids uh, anything else. If they come home and say, you know, your, your son comes home and says, hey, mommy, I'm a, I'm a girl today. Uh, that's nice. Is that a game y'all were playing at school? I mean... there's ways to kind of dismiss the conversation and and it's a phase they're going to grow out of, you know, tomorrow there's something different. Maybe the next day they're a dinosaur. I mean, when your son says, says to you, Hey dad, I'm a dinosaur. He starts chasing around the house. You're going to say, Oh, well, you're a dinosaur. I need to treat you like a dinosaur. Now let me throw you, let me throw a, you know, a T-Rex bone at you or something. I mean, no, (laughs) we're not going to do that. So again, why do we treat one thing different from another and allow these kids to to have that? Well, because look, there, there is definitely an agenda behind this. You know, uh, there's some certain people and groups of people that push this type of stuff. And these parents who rather look like they're trendy and, and, and uh, you know, woke, let's just say woke. If they want right? to be trendy, they can throw on the yoga pants and have a nice day. They can do goat yoga or something. <laughs> hot, get some hot, hot yoga, yoga going and... And, and get your, let your mosquitoes soy latte with uh, yeah. extra skim, whatever that is that they put in there. But no, I, I, trends trends should not be uh, sexually oriented trends. We shouldn't be. We well, shouldn't it's, be. it's playing with fire. That's the thing. It is. It's, it's because these kids are very impressionable. They're and they don't fully understand the you know the ramifications of making these choices. And the parents who should know better, you know. Uh, go along with it because they hold certain ideals, they hold certain beliefs that you know this is this is okay, this is this is fine. Like I mean, I, anyone who thinks that putting a you know uh, uh, an adolescent on puberty blockers, it, well, I this long term damage is okay. there. Okay, I mean, yeah, that I mean that you know, and what honestly, what happens statistically. Most of these kids grow out of that phase. Right, unless they're on those puberty uh, blockers, in which case then, it causes they, irreparable damage yeah. as they grow up because their bodies don't develop properly. And, and maybe their hormones, you know, their hormones for their physical characteristics and physical traits is, is completely screwed up, yeah. whereas their mental capacities grow out of those things. And they realize, so say, for instance, a girl took puberty or a boy took puberty blockers and suddenly his, his body is very feminine uh, but mentally he grew out and is, as a boy, I mean, there's a big problem there. Now he's not just identifying as a boy cause he's a biological boy, but he's physically very female in attribute. And exactly. that can be very damaging to your, I mean, we're boys. We grew up. If, if you don't have very boy attributes growing up, you get made fun of. And while yeah. I guess that's the, the whole reason we're having these conversations is too many people are too sensitive to getting made fun of. That's definitely a problem. It ruins your psyche growing up. It's damaging. It can cause all kinds of problems. But well, I, and, and like you said, uh, irreversible 
problems. Irre yeah, irreversible you know? problems. And if you're, if, you know, they go full throttle with, you know, their plan of actually, you know, uh, giving kids, you know, reassignment surgery, I mean, what you happens when that, that kid hits, you know, 18, 19 years old and realizes, well, I really didn't want to do this. Well, that's that's where those you know, uh, high rates of suicide come in there because they're, exactly. they're just not well, in a place. You know, and, and I know we've kind of been back and forth with pansexual and, and the transgender talk and, and stuff. But, you know, I, I think uh, these are kind of all interrelated. They're all interrelated. They're, they're they're all interrelated. All, yeah, yeah, they're kind of all interrelated, you know, be, be, even though they're kind of two different things. But. You know, well, they would like you to believe that they're different things, but I think they're all really related. When it comes to sexual orientation, I mean, let's be honest. We'll go back to what you originally said. There's two genders. There's male and female. Exactly. And you're either attract, you're attracted to one. I mean, exactly. some, some people are attracted to both. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, yeah. but you're attracted to either male or female or both. But you can't be attracted to a male that identifies as a female that looks like a man. I mean, what, what are we talking about then? We're just getting into the ramifications of ridiculousness. Yeah. And, and all we really need to do is stay focused on, on the true basic fact of it is, is there's some biological factors that play in here. So you're a biological male. You're attracted to female. Right? So exactly. I think that's that's where we're at with that. I mean, they can... I guess there's some nuance there that can say that, that that was a biological male before, had gender reassignment surgery, is now a physical female, biological male. You can be attracted to that. I suppose that's what they're trying to reach for here. But really and truly, we're just saying that you're attracted to a female because it looks like a female. Yeah, I mean, and, and well, I would, I, would, uh, I would say just because... It looks like a female doesn't mean it doesn't makes mean it, it is a female. It doesn't mean it makes them a female. Okay. I, I uh, will have to say though that I've always struggled with that concept. So if you have a gay couple, let's call it two males, and uh, they're attracted to each other, they're in a relationship. One of them decides, "Hey, I'm going to become a female." A yeah. Has a surgery, becomes a woman, looks uh, as much physically as a woman as they can possibly be, and now you have. A gay man with what used to be a gay man is now a woman. Is the gay man now straight because he's now attracted to women? I mean, how does that really work? I mean, to yeah, be honest with exactly. you. Exactly. It's silly. Yeah. To be honest with you, the reason why Rich and I are having these these kind of conversations is because these are the things that need to be said. Somebody needs to say these. You can't be so afraid to go out there and ask these questions. I mean, Every time you ask these questions, people just want to bash you and call you all kinds of names and homophobes, this and that and the other. And, and I'm not a homophobe. I'm not any of those things. Yeah. I just want to understand. And why is it so hard for, for someone to answer the question? We just want to understand. They're, they're demanding we understand them, but they're not giving us some clarity in understanding them, which is completely stupid. It's just completely stupid. Tell, tell us what you're, what you're thinking, what you're, what you're expecting. You know, don't tell us how you you're telling us how we have to feel just tell us what you want us to see and then we'll make our own assessments that's that's the freedom of things right well, and and i think yeah i think that's important to uh to kind of uh add to that you know we're not against somebody speaking their mind or speaking you know if, if somebody feels a certain way but look i believe that a transgender person who's you know suffering from 
you know, a mental illness. It, I believe them when they say, like, this isn't my body. I feel like I was, uh, you know, that being born a man doesn't feel right to me. So I, I believe that's a, that's a serious issue, okay? That's, I'm not, it's not, I, I don't think, I think nowadays, though, it has become trendy. I think a lot of these kids or a lot of these parents are pushing it when a little kid says it and it's become trendy. Or kids are seeing things on social media and they don't fully comprehend all these, you know, really complex life situations and they are they are being kind of sucked into this, you know, into right and now they're saying, well, uh, that's me. That's me. Well, kids are trying to figure out who they are, like you said. Right. They're, try, they're trying to identify uh, with a group or with with people. And and uh, I think for us, know, it was just trying to identify if you were emo, goth. I mean, yeah, we. That's uh, what we had back then. What, like what were the other ones? And, you had the uh, we had goth. That was in the nineties, I think. Yeah, yeah. Then you had uh, some of the other crazy ones that we had. Well, not too much crazy ones, but you had some of the ones that. Uh, I don't know. We're getting off topic here, but <laughs> but you get the idea. For us, we struggled with just you know who you identified to look with, you know, look at. It, it in was terms like, of friends. it was more of like a like not not so much a, a orientation, like a a sexual orientation or anything like that, or who you prefer to sleep with. It was it was like a look, like you know, like uh, and I think a lot of generations had this, you know, like you know they had the punk look, you know, you had the the goth look or whatever. That didn't mean that you were you know, oh, all those goth kids, you know, like, you know, were uh, transgender or they were pansexuals or what. No, they mean a lot of them were just, you know, guy likes a girl. They were all straight, you know. So, uh, and some of them were were, were uh, gay or lesbian. And, right. and no one cared, though. Right. It was just a group that you identify, a group of like my people you you uh, associated with, and y'all all kind of looked this or dressed the same or whatever, and and the, and people have done this for, I mean, eons. You know, they've always kind of uh, associated with certain groups that they felt, uh, you know, like this is where I belong. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean that those gro- groups are good for you. I mean, that's you know, definitely true. Uh, you know, we we've seen the the uh, real extremist views of, of groups that uh, uh, that develop certain fundamental beliefs such as you know white supremacists such as you know uh, Antifa and uh, Black Lives Matter organization you know those are extremist groups right you know um, but we didn't really have that back then like you know we grew up of course we're in Texas you know and you know, but we grew up, I grew up with Hispanic friends, black friends, white friends, Asian friends. I mean, like, we never, like, race really wasn't an issue. Or, you know, uh, I had friends in high school that, you know, were lesbian, uh, some were gay, you know, and like, that, that conversation never came up. Like, we never saw them different. We never treated them differently right. uh, because of the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or something like that. You know, we were just kids and we just hung out with each other, yep. you know, and I, but nowadays, it, well, nowadays we're being told to separate exactly. uh, who we are. And uh, for those, obviously you can't see us, but uh, 
uh, Rich is uh, Hispanic, I am white, and we've been friends for 30 years. So yes, folks, it is entirely possible, uh, despite what the <laughs> media seems to tell you. Um, you know, these are, I grew up with his family, he grew up around mine, we're, you know, we, we've literally known each other for plus 30 years, um, and, and never had second thoughts about it, not even, not even a second thought until, you know, we hear all this stuff in the media, and that's why we're having these discussions, because it's so crazy, just what's out there, the, the idea of separating everybody out into things, the idea of separating people into groups like pansexuals or, or, or any of these other names of groups. And, and we'll have other discussions and other radio topics that we'll talk about, um, you know, in the coming weeks, and we'll cover as much of that as we can. Uh, but it, there's no reason to have so much separation. We're all human. We're all people. You know, we can all relate to each other. You can identify... You know, you can identify as a lot of different things, but if you're trying to identify yourself out of out of existence, then you're doing yourself a disservice. If you're picking up on whatever the trendy new thing is and trying to say you identify as that, you're certainly doing yourself a really big disservice, and you probably have some some sort of mental disorders, uh, I would say, whether you want to I agree with that or not. Um, but what really the biggest thing is is you don't know yourself, and... You really need to figure. That's what it is. It's a it's a lack of identity. Right, and and that's, and there are certain groups that are trying to keep you in that sort of confused state. So you grow up and you you know, you feel like the only belonging is to to belong to the group that that votes a certain way or identifies a certain way or pushes a certain narrative, and and that may be the agenda that's hidden behind everything. But there isn't a real reason to do that. If you, you bleed red blood, which Guaranteed, we pretty much all do. Haven't, yeah. haven't seen anything to the contrary on that. Uh, we all bleed red blood. You know, we've got a heart, we've got lungs, we've got all those biological organs uh, that make us human. We have a brain, we have two eyes, we can see things, we have a brain, we can think about things. We're, we're all essentially the same thing. And to try to pretend like we're something different is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, color of skin is nothing more than just the color of skin. It is just that. And yeah, we've, we've got friends exactly on all, right. all sides of the spectrum. And, uh, you know, we want to kind of wrap up the episode uh, here a little bit and uh, just kind of put some, again, some food for thought out there is, you know, why are we thinking about things as being so separated and so different? You know, why are we teaching our kids to, uh, uh, to think this way that these things are okay? Just move your kids into the direction of, you know, be good, try to find those good kids, try to hang around some better people, you know, be supportive, be loving. That's all we can really do as parents, and we want to make sure our kids grow up right. Uh, don't encourage them to go down these weird rabbit holes because it's only going to do more damage down the long run. Uh, if you want to be in a trend, wear some yoga pants or you know drink a trendy beer. Become uh, vegan. Be- <laughs> uh, I can't agree with that yeah, one for no, sure. Yeah, no, I won't agree with that one. No, no. The, the, some of the barbecue <laughs> uh, you're cooking up is is absolutely amazing. There's no way I can go vegan yeah, exactly. uh, after that. What was that, that? The smoked chicken breasts, or the smoked chicken uh, legs uh, that you leg did the quarters, other day. The yeah. leg quarters, man, that was that was really good. Um, so really enjoyed that. So we'll try to have a lot more of these discussions as the weeks come, really bring in some topics. We, we welcome the feedback. We know there's going to be good, bad, and different feedback. Anybody's got some, go ahead and post it up. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Again, a lot of this is all conjecture, is all opinions. It really is just our opinions, guys, on certain issues. Uh, we may not sound politically correct at times, but I think political correctness is a, it's out a, the window trait, at this point. a trait of the vicious and the tyrannical. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I 
that's just not who I am. I don't think that's who Jay is. And, you know, we, uh, we just, you know, uh, again, going back to touching up on, you know, the kid thing and, and, and there's trends and stuff like that. As parents, I think we need to educate ourselves too, you know, on these issues, on these, uh, you know, uh, know what the hell your kids are looking at for one. Don't just leave them to their devices and it's tablets. It's so difficult and, these days. It's not like when you and, and I were phones, kids where yeah. you just couldn't have access to that stuff. What was it? When you and I were kids, the worst thing was Channel 99, and it had this squiggly view on Yeah, that's if you had a cable box. If you too. had a cable box, yeah. If you didn't have the cable box, you had the rabbit ears, there was no chance you were going to get that. Yeah. But uh, nowadays, the kids have so much access, just like you were talking about this YouTube and, and a lot of these other things that are on there. There's so much access to things, and it, it's just free and available to them. So it makes life a lot more complex. We're definitely not saying exactly. that, that life is like when we were kids, uh, but we are saying that at least some of those some of those values that we were brought up in, the, the ideals, and at least teaching your kids not to feed into some of this craziness and try to keep a yeah. level head is... And, and having these conversations with them because unfortunately we're being forced to. Yeah. Uh, you know, my son should not know what a bisexual is at 12 years old. No. You know, uh, but that's the reality we live in now, and we need to know how to address those things. So as parents, if you really do care about your kids, you're going to have these conversations. You're going to have to uh, address that and explain to them, you know, possibly why that's the wrong lifestyle or why that them, these kids just really don't know what they're talking about. Right. You know, because we're going on the assumption, too, that these kids are not sexually active, which, I mean, they could be. We would hope, again. We hope. There's always yeah, a handsy I, uncle I, out there or some know, kind of weird aunt. And, and a lot of times, you know, we know that trauma can affect certain uh, pathways that people take. You know, boys who are molested can actually, you know, growing up, you know, that will become molesters themselves. It, it has happened. You know, so uh, there there are uh, these these things that we just we need to be prepared because, you know, all, these kids are just overloaded with information. And now, especially, you know, a lot of places like Texas is a little different. We're, we're more or less open back up for business, except for like, you know, you go to the more you know, major cities. They're kind of still trying to, you know, enforce certain lockdown stuff. But. I think, for I think we part. know exactly what we're talking about when we say that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, yeah, you got to laugh at it because it's so, uh, you know, it, it, the backwards logic. It, it just doesn't the the math doesn't add up. You know, the the harsher the lockdowns, the worse the outcome. The yeah, well, well and it's a topic for another conversation. Yeah, exactly, we'll, exactly. You know, but I guess uh, we'll just go ahead and uh, leave it at that for now, and we'll uh, we want to try and keep these like to about well, roughly about an hour i guess or a little less you know because i don't i don't know i i have a hard time seeing through a two-hour podcast you know uh, i i don't think I'm i've stuck ever in traffic <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever completed a two-hour on one. A road trip or uh, some. now there are some good podcasts that i've i've had exactly. that ended it at an hour and i'm like ah that's it ah, yeah, it needs to go exactly. on a little longer because the conversation is just it's the really discussion good. topic is just so good and we're hoping that some of these things that we touch on are going to be just so good for you guys that you're going to want to hear more of it. Uh, again, give us your feedback. Let us know your thoughts. Some of those things can steer our conversations. If there's something that we haven't touched on, talked about with regards to pansexual, and you think we need to bring it up, uh, we can always touch back on that. So let us know your thoughts. Uh, always welcome to hear that. 
again, there's going to be people that don't like us. There's going to be people, people that do. We want both sides of it because we need both sides of the conversation yeah, to exactly. make things work. There's no such thing as having a one-sided conversation. Exactly. The reason why we're here trying to do a conservative talk show is because there's one side pushing a main conversation and the other side just isn't really allowed to have much of a voice. And we want to make sure that there's a voice for us so that we can share those values, share those thoughts, how they relate to us, how we think about those things. Um, so other people have somebody to relate to. It's important to have somebody to relate to. I mean, exactly. I'm fortunate enough to have a friend for, for 30 plus years. We share uh, similar, if not same values on things. It's important to me. It's important to him. Uh, it's probably why we've stayed friends for so long, but hopefully you guys will have those same sort of things, share those values, share those ideas and, and relate to some of the topics we've talked about. So we want to thank you again. I am Jay. I'm Rich. And we appreciate it.